Black Matters from the Salvos. Somebody loves me. I wonder who. I wonder who she can be. I'm fat, I'm too skinny, I'd be happy if I were taller, shorter, had curly hair, straight hair, a smaller nose, bigger muscles, longer legs. Well, we've all been swept up in the hype surrounding society's obsession with body image, and you can understand why. Teens in particular have been swept up. So Family Smart Specialist Colette Smart joins us to discuss body image with our teenagers, and it applies to us as well. I saw on one of the current affairs programs that the number one problem, I think it said, was body image. Yeah, and, and that also comes out of Mission Australia's statistics, right. where that was their number one concern last year. This year, interestingly, it's school and, and um, study issues, but that doesn't mean body image has gone down. It's still one of the top issues, and the percentage of body I- image issues has still increased. Right. So the percentage is still way up there. One of the teens that was being interviewed said that, for instance, her picture is on Facebook, everyone sees it, and if someone comments, that will just destroy them. And yes. then for days, they're like, yeah. so they've got to look thinner. And, you know, and, and I think that the issue we were talking about Facebook... Is, is that it's peer pressure on steroids that our young people are, are part of at the moment because their their life is now so public. Yes. And so they end up with feeling like they have to put this persona out there or this image of themselves out there that looks perfect. You find a lot of the teens are, are almost posing like models in, the, in their photos and their images and things like that. And so when we talk about body image, I always say to young people that they need to really be developing the habits of healthy body image. And body image and self-image is actually something healthy to have. That's right. It's not something destructive or or something we shouldn't teach our teens about. Because I think to have a a healthy self-image means that you are aware of your qualities, your strengths, the wonderful things that you've been made and created to be. That's important. It's important to be accurate about that. It doesn't. It's got nothing to do with being boastful or proud, and it's really just about being aware of who you are as a person. And when we have a healthy self-image, we can actually help others. Yes. We actually succeed more in what we do. Yeah. We have a better uh, frame of mind for our goals and to achieve goals. Do you yes. know what I mean? Yes. And so, so they really are. They use their skills more. They're more confident to reach out to others and and chat to others and they don't become so inward focused. And so that's often a wonderful thing that I find increases young people's body image or self image is kids going out on missions or trips where they they either help at the local old age home, for example, nursing home, or they actually go to other countries where there's a lot of poor kids or they work in an orphanage painting and things like that. And I find those kids come out, come back with their entire worldview changed and yeah. the world becomes something more than just themselves. And so I often encourage parents with children with poor body image to get them involved in groups that are doing work in the community. Would it be fair, fair to say that there's nothing wrong with encouraging your kids to go to the gym, to exercise, to keep trim, to eat well, so that you know, you have respect for your own body as well as the obvious uh, results of that as feeling and looking better, but you've, you, you're respecting your body. Yes. Do you know what I mean? And I, I think what I always encourage teens and parents is not to engage in exercise as a punishment to yourself or to beat your body into a certain shape and things like that, but actually engage in healthy eating and healthy exercise for 
health's sake yes. and and well-being and mental well-being because often sh- kids that exercise and teens that exercise can study better they th- they feel better you, we often find kids with depression once they engage in exercise it has a natural mood ele- elevator and so they end up feeling better about themselves and things like that so i really try and discourage teens from focusing too much on their bodies and their body shape because they do too much anyway. Yes. Um, but yeah, definitely focusing on on healthy eating and and all that yes. for mental health sake. Yeah, and interesting mention depression actually because if it helps with depression, then yes. by all means we need to have that healthy self yes. image because depression and is so big. In it teenagers. is, and, and we found we found that there's about 160,000 young people that suffer from depression. It's the biggest mental health concern for young people, and it's it's absolutely huge. What is going on? Why? I think, again, it's all to do with the the changes, the hormones, the changes in the brain structure, becoming very self-analytical, trying to discover who they are. But as soon as you get even more um, risky things going on in their lives or or struggles going on in their lives, like parents separating or being bullied a lot at school or teased, that's when they become more and more at risk for that kind of issue happening. Some children, there there is a a genetic predisposition. So the stats show that if a parent has had depression, diagnosed depression, that child could be more at risk for it. So there's a lot of things we, I encourage parents to do before we go uh, the medication route. I'm not against medication in any way, but to me that needs to be the last resort. Once you've tried um, exercise and healthy eating and, and, and also, obviously, mental health assistance. So going and find, finding professional help, if you're finding your teen for two weeks or more, is just crying a lot more. They've lost interest in activities they used to do. They have withdrawn a lot. Uh, sometimes boys present anger more than crying. It's their way of kind of saving face and, and not crying in the corner, but exactly. they actually become more angry when they... Uh, feel depressed. And so looking out for those signs and if need be, go and seeing your GP and get a referral to a mental health professional. In the area of depression, are there things that we can be armed with if we see signs of that with our kids? Yes. So I, I always say to parents, please don't dismiss it as, oh, snap out of it, you're just being a teenager. Because it's a very serious issue for our young people and that just causes them to withdraw even more. They won't seek your help. So just being aware of the changes in mood, the changes in um, appetite, things where our children are losing interest in sport and things they enjoyed before, uh, just a lot of changes that start to happen uh, and are different to how they usually are yeah. and really start drawing them out and chatting to them about how they feel. Bearing in mind some teens when they're really depressed will not want to communicate. And so that's where we need to start seeking professional help. But also I, I'm a big advocate for mentors in our in our teens' lives. People, adults in your life that you know you can trust as an adult, that you know your teen could go to, not being offended as a parent if your teen chooses to go to an aunt or a youth leader to ask Mm. them some of the questions, being actually excited that they're even asking those questions of people and really setting up those mentors in your young children, young people's lives that they can actually find someone they can talk to. I wish I had that when I was a kid because, you know, the most bizarre thing is that I only learnt about having mentors and the value of mentors and having my own mentor in the last maybe three or four years even. Yep. And the change that it made in my life, I wish with all my heart that I had 
that when I was a teenager. Yes. And I think it's something that, that a lot of us of our generation have discovered is so vital, particularly, I think, in the society that we live in now that is so fragmented. Families are split up all over, not just through divorces and things, but, but actually families are separated by continents because people choose to move away from grandparents and yeah. so on. So naturally, we're getting this movement away from family and children don't have grandparents and aunts and uncles and, or cousins around like they did in the past. Somebody loves me, I wonder who, maybe, maybe I'm hazy, maybe I'm crazy, what can I do, somebody loves me, and I wish it was you. Colette Smart is back with part two on Body Image next time, and some valuable help if our own teens are struggling or even if we are ourselves. Something that might give you a bit of comfort and even change your perspective entirely is found in the ancient scriptures in 1 Samuel chapter 16, where God said to Samuel, for the Lord does not see as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. Somebody loves me, I wonder who. This is Light and Life. To contact us, go to salvos.org.au slash radio.